Hello, welcome back to the Friends of Zeus podcast. This is episode 76, I believe. I got we'll go, it. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Or 77. <laughs> I think it's 76. Um, I think it is 76. Um, yeah, it's a, we, we're it's 76 in spirit, but it may be 77 chronologically. <laughs> um, so, um, again, welcome to the show. I'm Zeus. These are the friends. Um, I'll just get the business out of the way. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Apple Podcasts. I always get it wrong. I was going to say Slacker, which is more appropriate for us, but Stitcher. Um, where else? Uh, Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Um, hopefully getting caught up soon. Rumble. And as always, there's some rumblings on Rumble. Um, I do want to uh, try and get us like a, a best of uh, for TikTok that we can maybe see if that catches any eyes and maybe even just put it up you know, where we can. Um, I'm also trying to put us on Twitter, but Twitter's a, a mess. I don't even know how to do it, like just for the show, but we'll figure that out. Anyway, um, tonight we are going to be talking about this scene, I believe, that is behind Michael uh, on his screen, uh, what's going on in Sri Lanka with the deciding to just default on any debt. Um I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I did do some some looking at the news, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. You're, this is your you're driving this car tonight, but what I gather is that um, they they were so focused on getting like a good carbon footprint, essentially, that they set aside a lot of other things that they should have. Uh, end result is there was a huge, uh, I don't want to call it an insurrection because that'll get people going, but like a, a coup and um, which is essentially the same thing, but uh, where they they came at, to, came to the, ca- the palace or whatever you want to call it and the prime minister, is it a prime minister or president? President. I think they have a president and a, prime minister. and a prime minister. It's really yeah. weird. I don't know um, how you do that, but. Well, it's the British side is the prime minister. Um, but, and he bailed, not unlike the, uh, the leader of, uh, Afghanistan when, when the Taliban got their old stomping grounds back. So, uh, I guess this is the way governments are going to go now. I'm wondering where it's going to happen here, but we'll see. But anyway, um, Tom, you had some talking points you wanted to bring up on it. So yeah, we'll go there. Well, thank you, Zeus. Uh, and, and to steal a phrase from Mike, I think Sri Lanka, Afghanistan to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know how they've kind of escaped the, you know, the label of coup and insurrection. But we'll get to that. There's, there's no insurrection there. There's just and may, people, may I say, as you can see in the picture, people occupying the the White House. Or, the president's, the president's at home, but it's not a, not an insurrection. Yeah. They just chased them out, chased yeah. them out of the country. They're just having some fun. Not a coup. I want to I, I want to clarify real quick because for people that haven't listened to the show and may start with this one. When we say Afghanistan, we're not actually knocking on Afghanistan. We're saying that we were we're referring to what happened to them and defining it by the country that's coming from. But it's not an ill statement on. 
people from Afghanistan. There's a little bit of ill if you listen to my my side of the story. But, but, I but, refer I mean, to the Afghanistans as the cowardly fucktards that wow, just okay, dropped um, their well, guns and ran. Yeah, hey, Tom, don't well, that was a different part. episode. <laughs> what? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. What? All right, Sri Lanka. Crisis in Sri Lanka. Um, so Sri Lanka, real quick, it's a country, about 21 million people. So not overly large, but it's, it's kind of that large island down at the bottom, uh, just off the coast of India, just to put it, give you a mental picture of what we're talking about here. Now, Sri, Sri Lanka, for a very long time, they were doing great, just re up till recently. They were fine. They were self-sufficient in terms of producing their own food. They were self-sufficient in rice production. But uh, through a series of unfortunate events, all kind of spurred on by their idiotic uh, president, uh, they took a very quick downward turn. And so that's going to be kind of the running theme tonight is kind of compare what's going on there with what we have here in the United States. Can this happen here? Just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. So... It kind of started off, uh, first, this president came in, and he was part of the majority party, so kind of similar to what we have here, and he wanted to please the people, started kind of wanted to give away money, so he, first thing he did was big tax cuts, which the country really couldn't afford. He cut uh, taxes, which the people were happy, but they needed that money. <laughs> it was a band-aid. So, then he came in and uh, because they didn't have enough money to, well, this is debatable. So some people like Zeus was saying uh, they cut the, they banned fertilizer in 2021. That's where things really started to go sideways. Um, because when they banned that now, they did get the benefit of getting a very high ESG score, which is the environmental social governance score of 98. And which we've talked about before. Yeah, we mentioned that one. Yeah. By comparison, the U.S. had 51. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good score. That's nice. But yeah. by doing that, by getting rid of the not uh, buying fertilizer, and I think the reason that they did that was they, they didn't have enough money to afford fertilizer. So he said, okay, well, this will be healthy. We'll go organic. Um, but some people say it was purposely following the ESG. But uh, so the rice uh, production dropped by 50%. Go figure. Uh, the rice prices for rice increased by 80%. So then all of a sudden they had to start importing $450 million worth of rice. Now, this was a country, small country, that had was self-sufficient just right before this. The tea production dropped. Tourism dropped uh, massively from like 2.5 million per year down to about 150,000. And now that, probably because of covid but again, their COVID policies, they had lockdowns. So again, it's the, the policies of the person in charge. Uh, so they had to start importing uh, food, importing fertilizer, importing gas. They started defaulting on their foreign loans. The value of the currency dropped. Um, just everything just, it created a, a complete shitstorm. Yes, yes, Horshack. Mr. Carter. Um <laughs> Who provides them with their most of their money? Can I take a guess? Mm -hmm. Well, is it yeah, China? Well, they more recently, yeah. Now, they, uh -huh. when they first started to to run aground, 
they were taking loans from their neighbors like Bangladesh and I think India and some nations like that. So they were getting some, you know, they were hitting up the neighbors. They also like reached out to all of their um, uh, citizens that had moved <laughs> around the world and asked them to send some cash back. <laughs> Which is ridiculous to me. Well, gladly oh, gladly like, send some money back. Hamburger today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but think about this. So, what's going on? So, world farmers they need um, fertilizer. Fertilizer comes from the natural gas. They need pesticides that comes from the oil. And this pattern is kind of playing out. The European nations started closing down coal plants and nuclear plants, cutting the natural gas, banning fracking. And then they start importing it fracking from what? someone else. <laughs> right, Russia. Fracking around. Stop fracking with me. Fracking ass. Russia and Ukraine make up one-third of the – they supply one-third of the world's wheat and barley. Can you believe that? Ukraine That's ironic because weren't they, like, short on it back in the 80s? Weren't we providing a lot of their uh, wheat? Uh, maybe if they – I don't think so. I mean, they, they, they Ukraine's like the breadbasket. No, no, I'm talking about Russia. Uh, if they weren't getting it from Ukraine, maybe they, they, they need to stop effing with Ukraine. Ukraine supplies 14% of the world's corn, 50% of the world's sunflower oil. Uh, Putin, uh, so when the, that war broke out in Ukraine, Putin suspended fertilizer exports. So that just <laughs> exacerbated everything. So you had COVID, you had the war in Ukraine, so when Putin cut fertilizer exports to the entire world because as in retaliation to the economic stuff that we did to them, then you got farmers all over the world that have to cut production. So you get a lower crop yield, reduced food supply, higher prices, including corn, which is used to, for the animal feed, not just for humans. So the livestock feed. So when you cut, when you don't have enough feed for your animals, then the price of the beef goes up price of dairy goes up chicken prices and then you got the gas issues with the trucking everything it's just a perfect mm -hmm. it's an imperfect storm that's going on here and it, it took sri lanka down quickly very quickly and farmers are on the brink they're saying and, and uh, one person was quoted as saying we are on the onset of a global famine of historic proportions so I think that kind of sets the table for mm -hmm. kind of what happened there. I mean, there's a lot more details we can get into with the president fleeing and people swimming in his private pool. And <laughs> we can get to all that. So where do you guys want to jump off from here? Where, where do you want to start? I just wonder how we're going to we're gonna fix it because we um, fix everything. We have to fix it. It's always us. Um, I, right. I, I liken us to, and I don't, it just feels like the right analogy. It, maybe you guys can help me solidify this, but I feel like we're that guy. Do you remember back in the 80s? I don't know if it still happens at like the, the, the bars like in Georgetown, but I liken us to that guy that would walk up with a bunch of roses in his hand <laughs> and try and shame you into a Buying, buying, them, buying them for your girlfriend. I feel oh. like that's what we are now. Like we. That's because they're buying him a drink. We, yeah, and 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 and, and it, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you get the analogy? It just that that vision came into my head that that's like what we do. We just we come in, 
we butt our noses into something that it's usually not welcome. And then we try and manipulate the situation. And if not, we walk away. But, but there's definitely going to be some shame thrown your way. We're going to put you in a position where there's no right answer. It, it, I know that that's a very weird, vague analogy. But do you, do you feel where I'm coming from with that? Like, we just, just need to stay out of other people's business. Um, especially now. Especially now. Yeah. Policing the world was the old phrase back in the day. And that's fine if it's if it's if it's you know Holocaust or you know Vietnam. I mean, I, I feel like yes, we we maybe we shouldn't have been there, but I think we probably did some good. We helped some people. But we don't um, have enough money. I mean, we're in debt ourselves hugely. Mm -hmm. We don't. We really should just have default on it. That's that's the thing. No. Yeah, yeah. we'll just we'll just we'll just no, give no, an no. IOU. <laughs> That's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're the ones to help Sri Lanka or if, if we're even trying to. I mean, they're they're in a whole other sphere of influence. I mean, obviously with India, Australia, China, you know, I, I, I don't know how well they're aligned with us. Well, I think the important with. question to ask is what do they identify as? Because if we know what they identify as, we may be more willing to. <laughs> I mean, they, they've kind of become more of a socialist country over over the, the the years but i think i mean as far as like us being at fault i mean our ideology our current um zeitgeist if you will right of the esg stuff and global warming and sea levels rising and green new deal i mean we're generating mm -hmm. a lot of this propaganda that these other countries are you know, buying into one way or another. I mean, I think the lesson from Sri Lanka is yet another, we have to keep learning this lesson, how central planning is a disaster, right? So, I mean, you've got a president in, albeit a small country, you know, makes a proclamation that this is how we're going to do things. He's not a farmer, right? He's one, he's one guy. And if he guesses correctly, and if he knows what he's doing, fantastic but if he doesn't uh everything goes to to crap really fast and you know it, it's it it sounded great but it was it was decisions that were completely decoupled from reality and this thing with the global famine which i i've heard about this for like a year now and i'm like man how can there be a global famine but it's very easy if you look at like what we've talked about and joked about in the past where you have a snowstorm or a natural disaster and and and, and it takes like two days for shelves to be bare in a grocery store. Right. It's a delicate ecosystem. It's a, it's a delicate ecosystem. And, and we're not talking, I mean, when we're talking about meat and wheat and grain and vegetables and all this stuff, you know, this stuff doesn't grow in a day. It takes, it has to be grown in certain areas, certain times of the year. Uh-huh. You know, um, and if there is a deficit, like if, when they're saying like the price of fertilizer is way up, and if I'm like Joe Farmer, and I'm like, you know, normally I buy 100 pounds of fertilizer, but, you know, I, I can only afford 75 pounds of fertilizer this year, and then my yields go down. Your yield goes down. Yep. But my we, price we goes up. Say. As an individual, I'm like, okay, I'm still, I'm still making it. I'm still getting by. 
but as a society, the net the net production goes down, and um, we're there's still a lot of concerns with our country and other countries just in this year. Again, this whole thing in Sri Lanka with the fertilizer, it was uh, this whole thing to go organic and stop using synthetic fertilizers started just over a year ago, April mm -hmm. 21. So this didn't take that long. And it was last, excuse me, it was last year's growing season that put them behind the eight ball. This year is just making it worse. But they didn't have uh, the outputs last year. It really took them down. And then this year, they're even worse off. But I'm just saying, when you have a lot of people that are hungry, uh, it, ideology, everything else goes out the window. And, you know, it, it, you get people like behind here. They're like going in, taking taking the guy out. But, you know, here, here, okay, watching the news, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you're you're starving and I get that. What I don't get is why are you diving in the pool and playing around in the palace? What was was that your end game? No, but there's a lot of there's a lot it of reminds me of the guy that yeah. put his feet up yeah, on the post. Right. Yeah, I mean in any be, group, you're gonna have people that are gonna be there. like no, stupid or wearing well. wearing horns or something. I mean it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't um negate you know Wouldn't the, be great the if majority you, like, the crowd. <laughs> that would be great. It would be great for the guy carrying the lectern. Yeah, but I but but it does bother me. Well, you're, no you're, one's pure. Well, yes, but it was it wasn't one person that dove into the pool. But why does that bother you? A I mean, score of people. It was yeah, probably but, 120 degrees there. I don't know. I don't know what neighborhoods you guys grew up in. And when I was a kid, when I was like I don't know five to 15 years old, there were like a 50, 100 other kids my age in my neighborhood. I mean, it was a ton of kids. And whatever we did, there was always some knuckleheads that took it too far or did something mm -hmm. worse than everyone else. So, I mean, that's just human nature. Yes, but you Zeus. were I kids. Can't, these are grown-ass people I, that just stormed a palace. But look at all these people be in the picture. And how many people were in the pool? Like 20? I mean, you're going to negate the whole... No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not negating for it. Twenty I'm saying, people. I'm saying that maybe they're hot. It just. It. It. it I just find it bothersome. I. It, I I'm not you. against Sri Lanka. I'm not. I'm not. They're getting what they deserve. I, it's nothing like that. I just. I don't know what's happened to poise and dignity. You know, when you're hungry, that goes right out the window. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, clearly they had the energy to dive into a pool, Mike. <laughs> Gotcha. Look, I'm not arguing. I'm they just had the saying, energy to storm a look, palace. No one over. No one what, did they who give all in, the protesters the food? No one who is in power can stay in power when their population is is hungry. I mean, that's right. history is is well, written. They also can't stay in power. The French if they Revolution, leave the country the that they had power over. It, it, the, I think. I mean, the government governments everywhere right now are just fucked. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I don't, I have no idea if it could happen here or not, but, but my doubt that it could happen here becomes less and less. Let me give you a bit day. of evidence that it could. One of the, the common commonalities between Sri Lanka and the U.S. So the president uh -huh. there, he was putting in people into position that had very little experience and, or knowledge about economics. And 
Does that sound familiar? I mean, yeah, all Tom, all of it sounds familiar. That's mm -hmm. what's right. We're doing all that here. Here's really another thing you need to know about this. The leader that was there now, he's like a legacy leader. Like the same family has had yeah. control of Sri Lanka for like the last two decades. So we might have just gotten the slow nephew that, you know, stood in the corner and stared people a lot uncomfortably. I don't know. The, the Jeb Bush of the yeah. family. Yeah. More like the Jethro um, Clampett of the family. Uh -huh. But I mean, point being is it seems as though they were doing well. A little bit of the little research that I was able to do, it also seems like one of the reasons why this group was in power it was mainly because they were fighting um, terrorists in the country for like. I want to say I want to say it was like 1947 to like 2009. Uh, some Tiger Liberation LTTR, I think it was something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that. That's not a fact. But um, but they were fighting that, and they only recently, like in 2009, defeated them like soundly. And they were a I believe a leftist group. So that would lead one to believe that this is more. The, the group that's there now is more on the right, or at least they needed to get rid of the people that were causing the most damage. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's these problems probably didn't start now. There was probably a degradation in the leadership with the economy. I mean, they didn't just fuck up the economy in the last year. It clearly, well, it, it clearly quick, if, though. It was pretty quick. Well, but, but, but clearly it was leading to this. Um, but when people, I mean, when, when they themselves are like, hey, we're trying to be more environmentally friendly and, and this ESG score means something to us and, and all that. I mean, that's what they were saying. You can't just decouple the result. I mean, to me, it's pretty damning, right? I mean, as someone that's like, hey, you can't just, have this utopian view of what the world should be and, and dictate it. The world is what the world is, right? People need to eat. People, you know, have kids. People want shelter. Like there, there's things that are just undeniable and you can't overlay your arbitrary ideology over that and then shoehorn it in. You end up having what happened in Sri Lanka. I mean, it's like, oh, we need unintended consequences it's have you guys ever read that book um or that, i think they even had a, a show for a while called freakonomics it's a I've great heard book i've heard of it yeah. but it's like it's the like whole, 1980s right 1990s 1980s. i think it came out in the early 90s but and there was a there was a radio show too but basically the whole premise is with economics they would they would take something and it would be a decision or a well-intentioned policy or whatever and they would follow it and it would have this completely unpredicted but predictable uh, negative outcome on the other side. And just, you know, economics is not partisan. Economics is uh, pretty Numbers, they're cut through. Line. Yeah, it just kind of is what it is. But anyway, I'm just saying, I lay it at the feet of a lot of this ideology. And, and we can't, you can't just dismiss it when it's such a blatant, horrible example. And yeah. again, it's not an example that's unknown. This is this sort of thing has happened again and again and again when you have 
powers that be take upon themselves the the idea that they are the central planners you know that they're they're going to go out there and tell people what to do and they ended up being like stalin starving half his population i think more more of he didn't them know anything like about farming i think more what? of them are like that i think there's immense profiteering going on i think that if you are a man of conviction and you're the leader of a country when you bail on the country you were probably at fault plain and simple you know for what it's worth there's you know look at look at the guy in the ukraine probably could have been more diplomatic with maybe i don't know with putin probably could have found ways to delay or stall this result that we have now um but he was bold and brash but you know what he did he stayed and that earns a great deal of respect from normal thinking people this guy bails even though he's the bad guy and he's the one that did probably got them into the or definitely got oh. them into the position they were he it, it it will be associated on some level with sri lanka the sri lankan people because that's just how people think they think sri lanka bad leader bad people um i don't personally feel that way most rational people don't but but he's done far more damage than just leaving the country without a leader and now they're talking about something i think called an all all party leadership which what the hell that means i don't know it's, it actually, it's just it's just a coalition uh, coalition government sort of so is that like because like they have more than, like they don't just have two right? parties when you have more than just two parties you have to have coalitions okay parliamentary but when that might when, actually be good when they cut the uh the fertilizer and then they get the 98% ESG score instead of patting them on the back somebody should have been warning them somebody should have been like hey wait a minute you know you're going to starve to death i mean that's you you cut out the fertilizer now you you you're not going to have the the food that you need yeah, yeah. But, i mean that's yeah. that's what that's what joe biden calls a transition period <laughs> transition right that, which he actually, this isn't a complete fuck up it's a transition <laughs> right yeah we're making our way to a greener safer world and this is just like you said the labor pains it's all going to be good it's all going to be good look well yeah we cut our oil production yeah cut the pipeline and then we go over to saudi arabia say, hey can you guys please make some more oil and send it to right. us oh, you right. know it's we awful. have oil we could make our our own i think i heard yeah. a, a number well, that's that's what was fascinating when i was doing the little research which you you covered excellently tom like i mean basically there was a news report out of india it's something on it's i found on youtube it's i think it's called gravitas yeah Plus. gravitas i watched yeah. the, those were the main ones i watched she those are the clips yeah and so she broke it down just like you did and you know energy shortages rising I basically costs. copied her so Ec economic <laughs> downturn. <laughs> no tom tom so did I. So did I. but and then a big part of it was this international debt being greater than the gdp but yeah. when you break down the combination of that and the Federalist article that Mike sent about the fertilizer costs and mm -hmm. the resulting food shortages, like when you look at these things that contributed to Sri Lanka's, you know, current state, they're all happening here. Right? Yes. Like they, 
they the just correlations are. are scary. Yeah, and not, and then the Chinese debt and the international debt and you know blaming the Russians and blaming COVID. You know when we basically were at fault, we were printing money, which you yeah. know drove down, you know drove up inflation. I oh, forget yeah, their inflation. I forget, yeah, I forget what their inflation number was before it we was got on huge. the huge. It was like seventy percent or something. Oh, it was it? It was really? gigantic. I, all right, so ours is at what now? 10, 9.1? Yeah. Well, it's debatable, at least 8%. 8. If, if yeah, they need so, fertilizers. So this, thing, this just frightens me. And now also, I think that the, you know, because Democrats control, you know, the not only the president, but but Congress as well. And I think I, I had read that they were trying to push some more restrictive environmental policies with another bill. And once again, Joe Manchin said he won't sign it. Yeah, Joe. it was like so. Joe Manchin might be saving the world again, which right. you know we we, we already have to do a sequel his. to that episode. Yeah, absolutely. If that he, comes, comes, he's back. getting it from all sides, man. Yeah, he is, yeah. uh, he is alone on an island. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. If they oh, need fertilizer, goodness. we should just send our media and our politicians over and just have them talk. They'll have there you go. Bullshit. Though. But but not only. Do we have the Chinese debt? But I mean, I've seen reports that China uh, is buying a lot of our land, which is agricultural right. land. Obviously, fertilizer prices we just covered have gone through the roof. And we already have international debt up the wazoo. So I don't see, and when, like Mike said, when, when food gets unaffordable, which it, it is and, here, I mean, it, it really is. And China I, I is know. hoarding. Sorry, Jack. I was going to no, add in about China that they're hoarding food right now, while everybody else is kind of on the the edge of a famine. Mm -hmm. China holds sixty nine percent of the world's corn reserves, sixty percent of the world's rice reserves right now, fifty percent of the wheat. They're wow. stockpiling food for some reason, and and something like sixty five percent of the General Charles chicken. <laughs> Oh. Oh. All right, when you see my up. hands like this, you're going to edit right before that. <laughs> no edits. It's no just edits. comedy. I think I think um I mean again, the lesson on all this is if you're running if you're running a government or if you're if you're an elected official or you know your responsibility is to grow the strength of an economy, you know, and production of food and all that good stuff. There's decisions that need to be made uh, to, to that end. Like if that is your goal, I want to have the highest food yields. I want to have the healthiest food available. I want to have, you know, uh, as few international conflicts as possible. I want to keep uh, consumer good prices low. I want gas energy prices. Anyway, if that's what your goal is, there's things you can do towards that end. The issue is, and what we, where the parallel is in our country right now with Sri Lanka, is that our lead, there are people who are, who are in positions of leadership in our government who are not making decisions based on what is the best thing to do to improve crop yields, lower energy. They're making decisions based on this, whatever their ideological, like fashion of the month is, whether it's climate change or um, wokeism equity. or equity, like all these things that are overlaid onto serious topics 
right? That require that are life and death. And they're using these to make decisions uh, that they shouldn't be using to make them. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm explaining. I it, think no, no. It's I, very I'm... basic stuff. Like you know, you. That's the danger. And what personally, what I struggle with is, I'm like, are they incompetent or are they no. evil? They're no, not I qualified. think they're like, are they doing very this to be competent and running us into the ground because? So it's evil, like they know what they're doing, and it's evil. Mike, Mike, doesn't a lot of this come from the World Economic Forum and with yep. their plans for the future are? Because it seems pretty much in lockstep with a lot of what I heard from that. Like deep you know, growth. You know, yes. um, the thing that bothers me yeah. is not only am I like feeling like we are closer and closer to becoming Rome, or the whole world is becoming Rome, like hard, hard reset kind of level. Um, That's what I'm feeling, it. I mean, we'll not call it the Illuminati, but I, but the, the yeah, idea man. that there is a cabal out there of people that are just moving chess pieces around, like, dude, for, I remember in the nineties, at least always hearing about how like farmers were being paid to destroy their, their crops. Why? I mean, well. we, I'm not the only one that heard that back in the day. Like they would be paid to like get rid of it and get subsidized for it. I don't. I do not believe that that there is a lot of these global things are necessary. I think they're manufactured. This is again, you know, a pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind of thought process, and you know, things are being choreographed as well i do not believe that that we have the shortages that they, they that they say we have we they tell us we have it and then we go okay fine i mean uh, five years ago we were i i remember hearing that we had like enough oil in the united states uh -huh. to keep us running for like 10 years without we, the need we were energy yeah. efficient yeah just very no, we recent. Were energy efficient. It, it it didn't we didn't let it, we didn't just spill it somewhere. <laughs> no, Biden, <laughs> Biden put a stop to it. Biden put a stop to a lot they of our won. natural resources. But they here's won. the thing. It's still fucking there. Yeah. There's just stopped. a pipeline that's been stopped. It's still there. Yeah, you can tap like into it. It's not like they stopped searching for new oil. Well, if he changed his whole energy policy, like suddenly out of necessity, we'd be better off probably pretty fast. And he's not doing it. He said this is a transition period. Did it a bit. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's profiteering on a level that is un unbelievable. Okay, silicon chips, we got problems making those. It's fucking sand. Yeah, it's no, but, you yeah, have to make them. Make you have to have factories. But it's not. We've been doing it for we How many years? It. Five decades, we, yeah. probably. No, we well, used to do that. We used to. We but, but the point it. is, is that the technology is there. Now we got robotics, so we can mass produce things without anybody getting harmed. We have the capability to solve these problems. So what's going yeah. on? Did we decide not to solve problems? Yes, yeah. we decided not to solve problems because that keeps everybody running around like fucking chickens with their heads cut off going okay whatever you say just fix the problems for us because we can't That's do it right. ourselves in it anymore 
we're right. we're we're fucking sheep. We we're that gonna, with, with shitty ass you. shepherds, the wolves are gonna fucking eat us alive. Man. Zeus, you're gonna be a cabal cabal guy, cabal. like cable guy with, uh, with Truman, but you're a cabal guy. I just, I mean, I well, there is there's, there is a there is a cabal. It's the World Economic Forum. Those guys get together, and everything they say seems to pass. Very, very or it's the, But it's not just them. It's the World Health Organization that says yeah. we've got this massive pandemic that I still don't know one person within one degree of separation that got it and died. I don't even think I can go three steps of separation out and find somebody that died. And I know it. And I'm not, again, dismissing the fact that people died. Yes, they have. Of course they have. It would well, be stupid to say it didn't happen. Of course. But fucking, we're being told that it's like, fucking go outside and breathe, you're going to die. It, mm -hmm. it, the fear-mongering is ridiculous. Yeah, well, I'm, that was, I don't know about that, you guys, well, but that, I'm fed the fuck up. Well, I'll give you a cabal. That was to help uh, win an election. I'm still convinced of that. I mean, I think it was intentional, and I think it had the desired result. Okay, and I, not to I really do not to poop really what do. you're saying, but but it happened everywhere in the world. Everybody wasn't being elected at the same time. It is a again, it's a group, it's people that can profit from this. Yeah, China. Sitting in a room, pulling their money on the table. Yeah, you know China. what I mean? There is some shit going down. Uh, I just I don't want to put it into that whole like Illuminati dark cabal. But that's just what, did. Yeah. But yeah, you but here's the thing, I and I just okay. question this. Like, is it is it like purposeful, uh -huh. evil, right? Or is it like like morons that <laughs> that think it can work and don't I understand think, that? I think it's purposeful. It, it's not going to work. There are some people that are know. willing to break some eggs to make the omelet. Right. Where are the eggs? That's yeah, right. where are the eggs? <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that you know. Again, this whole like depopulation and degrowth movement. I mean, again, it's not my saying this. It's people like Levin and and other people, other writers have pointed out that you know the the whole climate change. Hey, oh, here he is ruining everything again. <laughs> the whole the whole climate change hey, thing buddy. is basically a cover for a degrowth movement. It's not about saving the planet. It's about Shutting down, wealth. yeah, de decreasing prosperity oh, no. and decreasing oh, population. Hey, and it's, it's, hard, it's it sounds power. crazy, but when you look at what their actions and their rhetoric is and what they say, it's hard it's to crazy. it's hard to just pass it off as crazy talk. It, it Sri almost, Lanka is just the most recent victim of 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 the tip this. of the iceberg. Yeah, I think this could this could spread. No, no, the tip of the iceberg was Afghanistan, where we left people to die, and then we gave the people that were going to kill them all of our weapons. all the means to do it. Yep, that was the tip of the iceberg. This is just I would just hey, it worked there. Let's we try didn't leave them to die. They had an army of three hundred thousand. No, with a government. Every, in place. every interpreter, every person that worked food services. That spent any time. It's only because on that. they they didn't fight. They didn't hold their ground like the people in uh, Ukraine did. If they'd have just stayed so in place, they. I mean, we, let's not rehash this. You can go back and watch episode no, sixty-seven I'm, or whatever. Was just it was my favorite. That was the tip of the iceberg. That was the one that said it can be done, 
and nobody gets blamed for it. Nobody gets treated like they're a bad I, guy. I don't know how much that had to do with, I mean, this is kind of being driven by climate uh, craziness or. Yeah, I mean, there's a scorecard it, based on the weather. But isn't it amazing how little coverage this Sri Lankan thing is getting? I mean, I, you know, the everything that I sent to you guys was either from the Federalist or Zero Hedge or whatever, like radical right wing. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, supposedly. Even the Federalist is a fantastic news source. But um, yeah, I mean, why isn't it getting, you know, again, it's a rhetorical oh. question. Like, why isn't it getting the coverage? And there's a lot that's not getting coverage. Like, I, you look back at uh, the 53 guys and kids that died in the back of that truck in san antonio that's gone off the Mm, the pages i mean the whole idea of this this 22 year old kid that that took out the shooter in indiana in the mall no they're not talking they don't want to talk about that no they are talking about you know what they said they said that that kid they're they're the i guess it's the left is like 22 yeah yeah he is like being vilified in some fashion. Like he's facing charges for having his gun in a mall, but he had all the legal rights to have it just mm-hmm. in that mall. The mall said you can't have guns here, but the mall isn't the law. There wasn't a law that you can't have guns in malls. The mall just simply said you're not allowed allowed to have guns. Right. But he he was able to conceal carry and. People are saying you can't call him a good Samaritan. I mean, again, this is all, it's all backwards, right? It's, right. it's like, that's exactly, I mean, and, and then, you know, the thing, oh, this doesn't happen very often. Most of the time with mass shootings, you don't have a civilian take the person out. It's only happened 10 times in the last hundred or what have you. And it's like, yeah, because we don't let people carry concealed guns. Like, right. I mean, that's why it doesn't happen that much. Right. Um, None- not to diverge from it. Yeah. Not to diverge from it very much, but if I was in the situation and I could do something about it, I would gleefully gouge this guy's eyes out with a knife and walk home with my head held high, proud of what I did. And this kid did the right thing. Oh yeah. It's not like he it's not like put himself in jeopardy. Look what? what the media look what the media did to Kyle Rittenhouse. We covered yeah. that extensively. If it wasn't for that video, he'd be in jail right now. Yeah, and he would be a white supremacist, a Nazi. Yeah, even, though he, even though he shot three white guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the part that drives me crazy. Yeah. I told you guys I had a conversation with a guy at work, and he's like, I was like, I asked him, do you know? <laughs> who the people he was that he shot and he and he and he literally said it was like i think he said jacob blake (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no that's what the whole thing was about the guy that was alive that never died and i'm just like no dude it was it was three white guys one had a gun on him one was a pedophile and one just had left the mental mental institute. The bag that he threw at the guy at Rittenhouse was his belongings from the mental institute. It's uh-huh. funny how the media is approaching this story, like Mike was saying, because it's all those people that are storming the government buildings. The media, the videos I watched, and I think Jack watched them too, they're saying, oh, power of the people. This is remarkable. Look at this. I didn't hear anything about coup. 
I didn't hear anybody yeah. say insurrection, not even once. Yeah, they're not calling it that. And you know, there's some guy in the back going, dance, little monkeys, dance, dance. Take over the palace. All it's right, just... cabal guy. <laughs> not cabal guy. Oh, cabal guy. Cabal. Uh, uh, now you're cabal guy. <laughs> That'll be the new one. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I think that, you know, this will fall to the wayside. And knowing this country, and I'm not, to, this is not to diminish them, but they are known for rather drastic um, and volatile reactions to situations. Um, so I don't think we're going to hear the last of this. Um, these guys that get put in charge most certainly better do a hell of a job because the, these people are angry. They're, they're clearly angry. I mean, well, some of them are cool. I mean, they swim around. Here, all that. The thing is, I mean... <laughs> the, the ones the that thing, were in the pool, that's cool. <laughs> the, the thing is, the people, you know, who are in our country who make, and again, either they're evil or they're, they're morons who make these policies and make these decisions. I go evil. Evil morons. They insulate evil. themselves. The worst kind of evil. From, <laughs> from the results. That's what's so maddening to me. I mean, yes. you've got, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I got my um, 401k, 401k statement, one of them today. I'm afraid to look. I looked. It was down 27% in the last two quarters. Wow. 27%. I mean, that's just... You need to work on your ESG score. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> put it to, to cash it out. Yeah, right? I need to invest in ESG. But at the same time, in the Stop same producing week... producing all of that fertilizer. In the oh, we same do that week every week, Tuesdays that, at 9.30. <laughs> that I get this. You've got, you've got the Pelosi's... You're producing too much methane. ...who bought my millions of... I'm saying, in the same week that I open up this envelope and I see this, right... Um, and, and it's all uh, completely preventable. It's these moronic policies that this administration and this party have started, right? It's Listen, draw a direct Nancy line Pelosi, to it. She is Native American. What no, I'm saying Elizabeth is Warren. it's completely oh, preventable and on purpose. And meanwhile, you've got the Pelosi's buying millions and millions in chip stocks like days before the house is going to vote yeah her husband you know yeah. what it is it's right? not and so they're insulated from it i mean she's she her net worth is a couple hundred million dollars on uh salary she's been in the house of representatives for 30 yeah. years i, I don't think they, they, they don't they don't have to worry about food they don't have to worry about uh the price of gas like they don't have to worry about any of this because they're already loaded so and that's where everybody else. i'm saying yeah. when, when people start doing what's behind me in this picture it's it's that level. And in this country, it's it's like even more insidious because the people that are doing it, again, have found this way of insulating themselves from the repercussions, which is just maddening. Here's my thing. I, I, again, I think it's evil and not stupid. It's evil and indifferent. They don't give a shit about us. I was talking to a couple neighbors, one of them from Yemen and the other one is Afghanistanian. And he like brought his sister right after the whole, the whole Kabul thing. Brought it. He got his sister. He works for the he works for the State Department, so he was able to, you know, some generals. He got his sister over here. Good on him. Um, but I was I was talking to them, and we we were all in agreement that like 
you know, we walk around, I don't, I don't, you know, clutch my purse when I see somebody that it's not the same as me. I don't, I don't, I don't act different because I see people that are different than me, but we're told constantly that we, the people, just the, the, you know, the proletariat that we, we, um, we, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. We are evil, different and we don't use proper pronouns and that makes us different to their, to their feelings. You do you, but you know, it's fine. I, I, I recently I, I pulled up the definition of he on the dictionary, and if you see it, it'll appall you. It's it's now got the whole thing like COVID does, where it's now COVID is a the it, it, or what we treat it with is called a vaccine, which it is not. It has never been defined in the way that it is now. COVID is or the COVID vaccine is simply genetic manipulation. A vaccine is something is a dead Inoculate. virus yeah. it's a dead virus nothing it's it could be live but yeah body it, seed, it recognizes it and creates antibodies that's how it works this is going straight to the to the source and changing the source being the antibodies creating antibodies for who knows we don't know it may be creating antibodies for our kids against breathing well, only we don't know well, um, I heard I heard today they're finally admitting that uh, the vaccine does affect women's menstrual cycles, which had yeah, been something article something something that was a conspiracy theory, you know, from all of us alt writers, and now it's actually being acknowledged by uh, it's like forty percent of the yeah, women and the 40%. It's also causing major cardiac problems in yeah, men. Like, 10 uh, blood to clots and, well we're gonna get yeah, that was another con- saying that, that was another conspiracy theory now it's, it seems to have become a fact what do you yeah, it's, it's, so so this affects people that menstruate and women oh right <laughs> and, and yeah and women <laughs> that's astounding oh, wait wait speaking of which miriam well, what is what is miriam, a woman wait 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 what is miriam, a woman? <laughs> miriam webster Miriam Webster, I'm going to get this out, goddamn. Just change the definition of female officially. They did. Look it up. There's a second definition now. It's There's male a second definition at the front. <laughs> what does it say under the entry for woman? Do they have it a definition? Something, it says something that a gender uh, that you identify with that's the opposite of male or something. Look up, <laughs> so look that up would the, indicate binary. Look at the definition of female. You have opposite. It's, it's, yeah. Ridiculous. The definition, the definition of what is this? He. H-E. Oh, God. Mm. I can't imagine. You're going to like it. Yeah, this is Merriam-Webster female. Hmm? I said I, I do a Google search of Merriam-Webster female definition. It's got to be a story because I heard about it in multiple places today. Yeah, number two definition is used in a generic sense or when the gender of the person is unspecified uh here email this, oh, is, he is. this is just definition oh. Oxford oh, that's language. just like no it says not... used to refer to a man boy or male animal <laughs> previous men previously mentioned or easily identified yeah what the... well, it makes no, it, 
male. No, that, I think that's going back. That's pronoun really for uh, male. Gender. I don't think that has anything to do with the identity stuff. That's just you know, people when people previously talk, they always say he he did that, he did this. I, I think or, the previously mentioned part is the part that is upsetting to me. Because that that means that you have to identify. They have to identify as I I identify as a he or him. Yeah, I don't think that's why it says previously mentioned. I guarantee if we looked up that definition even five previously years ago. Mentioned, that just means it's a pronoun. So if I say Zeus came over to my house, he went into the kitchen. Yeah. So that he unless I identified as a she, her. Zeus. Then you'd say uh, Zeus. No, I think, I think, Tom, is, it was previously I think mentioned. Tom is right. I think he is still okay. I think female is the one that they uh, that they changed. What is a no, woman? You, yeah, what is a woman, Matt Walsh? I, yeah, that's, that's that movie. <laughs> Matt Walsh. I really want to see that. I really want to see it. But Jason yeah, said it. Good. Jason said it's going to make me um, a little Obsessed. cranky. <laughs> it's going to make you cranky? Yeah, I know, right? It's a big issue for Zeus. I, I don't like changing words. I think it's I think I that about above everything else, that's what's gonna destroy the world world is just getting us so confused. <laughs> Quick uh, tune-up lesson for us. So what I like about Matt Walsh, when he takes on a subject like that, he, he blends in a lot of humor. Yeah, was, we've been doing a good job of that tonight. We need to do more of that. Keep the humor yeah. going on these heavy subjects. Yeah. How can you not laugh anymore? You know, when we listen to you, that's that's when we do. <laughs> yeah, generally, when you're talking. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me drop the mic. <laughs> you, sir, are a dick. <laughs> Which is a male that. organ. I'm going to clip that. But you're not a man. <laughs> By Miriam Webster's man? definition, I might be. What is a man? I bet that like one's said, fine. But like we said before, you can just like not use the language, not use this crazy rewriting and, of language. That and that's what I was thinking about, about earlier is why are any of us just, just I mean, yes, because we got to have jobs. That's really what most of it comes down to it. Because why isn't somebody going, no, I'm People not are. going to call you that. No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not insensitive to racial difference. I like everybody. So the thing don't is, plant that at my feet. The people, the people that are militant about this stuff and are, are pushing the whole like Latin X term, which I know guys that are Hispanic, they think that's stupid. Right. Um, all the people that push this garbage, they're all like white liberals. But yeah, they're so white, fucking white loud Marxist. that I mean, everybody's listening. And and it's like, I'm just not going to get lectured to by these people. I mean, it's like they try to speak. They're so arrogant and have so little humility. They just choose to speak for other people that I don't, I, I don't well, get it. I think it's a pathology. I think it's worse, think yeah, it's worse my, than my, just a lack of humility. It's a lack of insight. No, it comes from academia, Mike, and it's been going on for decades. True. No, that's a good point. So you got, oh, yeah. you got, you got like two generations <laughs> at least that are, you know. Okay, Tom, Tom, get us back to Sri Lanka. This is my Tom. favorite episode. Uh, so I tell the you writing that. is on the wall. 
Hey, I'll leave and we'll get rid of the tangents. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. How it's hard know. to find Farside on the uh, internet. Did you guys see that report that came out recently about, because it, it kind of ties in with what I was thinking of Sri Lanka. There was a report about the people in the Biden administration that are in in positions uh, with economic power. Yeah, how they have no experience. Such a small percentage of them have any experience oh, yeah. at all in business uh, or, or have ever worked in business. Yeah, Joe Biden's never had a real job. Nancy well, Pelosi's true. never had a real job. Chuck Schumer's never had a real job. Camilla Harris has never had a real job. I'm talking uh, about like a business, Buttigieg private sector job. I don't think Buttigieg has either. I'm talking about like a private couldn't sector. Tell if they did. Making a payroll, you know, living in reality. I mean, again, it's like Biden. I just don't understand anyone that voted for Biden. Now that Zeus isn't here, I can say that. And yeah, I'm just like, this guy... This guy's been a moron for 50 years. I mean, it's not a matter of opinion. The guy, he's a plagiarist. He's lied. He's been on the wrong side of pretty much every uh, foreign policy decision in our entire lifetime. Like, the guy's been on the wrong side of it. He was the, he was the sole voice in Obama's White House urging the president not to go after bin Laden. Joe Biden recommended against taking out bin Laden. That's, and, and I mean, the guy has just been a disaster. And so I'm not surprised by anything that's going on. The guy's an empty suit. I can't believe he's the president. I think in the future, people are going to be like, holy crap, like, what did these people do? Yeah, but if you remember, if you remember 2020, he kind of got the nomination by default because they were too afraid of Bernie. And all the other wannabes didn't put up the numbers in the mm -hmm. um, the caucuses, yeah. and he was always right there. Like he was always either set, you know, first just name recognition. Yeah. yeah, safe pick. Yeah, he was the safe pick, I mean, and that, that was another thing. And well, also he lied. He promised to be a moderate. He said he wouldn't stop fracking. He yep. said he wouldn't. He wouldn't change the energy policy. Like he said, what what the blue collar Democrats wanted to hear. And then, of course, you had all the, the Trump hate sentiment, plus yeah. COVID, plus COVID, plus the BLM riots the summer that were going on that, that no one was doing anything about. And I think people were just like the Trump haters came out. And, and then and then, of course, we could talk about 2000 mules and the fact that, you know, they might have stolen an election. But, uh, you know, that's how you got Biden. There's a lot of factors. It was a perfect storm. It's horrible, man. It's like having Biden be the president of the United States, like as a Ravens fan, it's like having Kyle Bowler as your quarterback. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's like the same thing. Like, I don't, and even when Kyle Bowler was, people were like, oh man, you got to give him a chance. I'm like, he's been here three years. He sucks. Like he's got a strong arm, but you know, anyway, whatever. I just, I'm not surprised by anything Biden's doing. There were some of us that were saying this years ago, like, don't elect this guy. It is it is amazing. If I put on my hat and think about, like, what would I think if I was a, a avid Democrat Party supporter? I don't know what happened in 2020. I, I'd be like, how did this guy end up as our nominee? I mean, that just shows what a weak bench they have. I mean, Biden? The, yeah, the, Biden the field was that they guy? put out there. Yeah, I mean, Camilla Harris didn't even get a single uh, vote. I mean, no one delegate. remembers that. She never got a single delegate. Anyway. What are you talking I'm, about, gun control? 
We're uh, no. the peanuts. <laughs> Peanut shortage, great. Peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts are good. Get us in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, I just hope that, I just hope they don't have the podcast shortage that they've been talking about <laughs> coming up later this summer. There's going to be a peanut shortage if you keep eating all of them. Yeah, I'm going to. I've been God working damn. on this bag. This bag. Save been here some for, for the rest of the world, Mike. There's starving people time. over in Sri Lanka. You could package those up and ship them over there. I think this bag's from like 2018. <laughs> not those, those mushy marshmallow peanuts, because those things can go to hell. No, not the mushy marshmallow peanuts. Good, good. So what uh, are we going to talk about when we go camping? Are we going to do a show? Hold him, hold on. I'm gonna Here he goes. <laughs> this guy jumps up more than anybody. You got ants in your <laughs> pants? Like, was there like roaches over there or something? Should we wrap up this show yeah, probably. probably if you're going to go into um camp yeah, talk. We yeah we've been on for uh, long enough boys we've been on for a while Unless you <laughs> invite the entire world to our campsite this is our favorite episode collectively it's easily our most tangential we started on off on sri lanka and we were just like all right that's Wait, all what do what do four, four 50 year old dudes on the east coast of the u.s know about sri lanka <laughs> It, who cares? Let's just do a whole episode I, yeah. on Sri Lanka. I know it. I know it, I know it used to be called Ceylon. Ah, oh yeah. And I, I know remember that, what their name was. Ceylon. I know okay. they. I know they have Black Panthers there. Like, like, oh, like actually, Black, Black Panthers, Panthers or like oh, Black Panthers. That's what I. Thought. Oh, like this type of Black. <laughs> yeah, Panther, not this type. Okay. No, not that thing. Because no. <laughs> Zeus had brought I'm up sorry, the tiger. I'm sorry, I broke up your party. Black Panther party. <laughs> you just said there was a Tiger Liberation Army over there. Yes, there was, and apparently they were quite the bad guys. Apparently, they um did horrific, horrific things, like brutal. I mean, I didn't look too far into it, but. Um, very ethnocentric with whatever they were. I don't know who who was attacking who, but they were very focused on very particular groups that they wanted mm. to take out. Um, that being said, that's why I think we're we're not hearing the end of this. I I think the vacuum is going to get filled, and people are not going to be happy, and probably they're just going to be the Taliban all over again. They're going to come back, have a rager, start you know destroying lives again. It, it, I'm, I'm a little worried about it, actually. I don't, I think that these little, these little tiny countries can make big stinks and cause great, a great deal of problem. And then who's going to get blamed? Hmm. Probably the U.S. for one reason or another. It's Trump. Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. Yes. He did yeah, it. He I heard that just before all this, this protesting happened, he had a little speech. And he just got people all their bee, got bees in their bonnets, and what? and then that's when they attacked the palace. Oh yeah, no, he went to Sri Lanka and stoked. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, with his his tiny hands and his big suits. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're going to hell, man. <laughs> all right, again, we've been on for a while, boys. Find, Find Jesus. Jesus. Find Jesus. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Oh see my God.